Welcome in to the Locked on Stars podcast. I'm your host, Kenneth Nash, joining you here on this Thursday to kick off our player season reviews, grades, uh, off-season preview for individual players, next season previews, whatever you want to label it. We're going to go through player by player. Uh, some, some episodes we'll have, you know, with, with bigger players like John Klingberg, who we're going to do today. Uh, we'll, we'll have, uh, we'll talk about all in one episode. Uh, sometimes we'll, we'll maybe have two or three per episode, but we're going to go through this roster, comb through this Dallas Stars roster, and and really break down what players did this year, how they did this year, what can we expect from them next year, their off-season outlook, so on and so forth. We're really going to dive into these players. And like I mentioned, today's, today's player kicking it off will be John Klingberg, the defenseman, the stalwart, one of the mainstays, one of the veterans of this Dallas Stars team. How did he do? in 2021 what can we expect from him in 2022 he's got one of the most interesting off seasons ahead uh, in terms of players on this Dallas Stars team there are some serious uh, and big time questions for the Stars to answer we'll talk about that on today's episode as well before we do though today's episode brought to you by Rock Auto amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com visit there tell them locked on sent you Let's dive straight into it, starting off this uh, this little player series preview with John Klingberg. We're going to do Klingberg. We're going to have another player tomorrow, another player Saturday, and then uh, and we'll basically keep doing these over the next couple of weeks, especially during the middle of the week, to uh, to kind of uh, uh, kind of predict it, or probably kind of break down and and then and predict what we're going to see from certain players, what we saw from certain players, and uh, and how it's going to translate to next year. Obviously, with the stars of the playoffs, uh, everything turns, all the attention turns to next season. So we start with John Klingberg, 28-year-old defenseman from Gothenburg, Sweden, as you know. Uh, in his uh, 2021 was his eighth season with the Dallas Stars. Uh, been with him since the 2014-2015 season, was a fifth-round pick back in 2010, uh, and quickly rose through the ranks. Uh, you know, you don't necessarily need the backstory, but rose through the ranks, became a stalwart of this Dallas Stars defense, became a top-pairing defenseman, uh, and at different times has been one of the most impressive, especially offensive defensemen in the NHL. You look at the past couple of seasons, numbers have dropped off a little bit uh, this year and last year. This year was better, but this year and last year were not quite to the same numbers, the same level that we've seen from John Klingberg. And uh, you look at his 2021 season, and it's technically 2020-2021, I guess. I uh, played in 53 of the Stars' 56 games, 36 points. He had 7 goals, 29 assists. He was a minus 15, though, on the season that is the worst plus minus that he has posted in his NHL career um, power play he had 17 power play points which matched his total from last year in 58 games uh, you know the point production at times was a little streaky uh, with him this season and and I, that's kind of a it's not a concern but I think that is something to note and, and because I think when you look at a player like John Klingberg who while I think he's probably better defensively than we may always give him credit for. I think uh, he becomes an easy target for uh, defensive criticisms sometimes, and uh, I think he's better than maybe we give him credit for some uh, a lot of the time. He is not, that is not necessarily a strong part of his game. While he may be better uh, than than we sometimes make it out to be, I don't think that's a strong part of his game. And, and so the the point production has to make up for that. And at times it does. We've talked about how, you know, how 
much of a difference maker he can be on the power play, how much of a difference maker he can be, especially right after face-offs, you know, just kind of, you know, strolling across that blue line and, and waiting, waiting for opportunities to send the puck on the net. But it's been a little bit streaky at times. I guess, you know, in, in consistency is... is you know, it's not over the course of a if over a month stretch. It's maybe a couple of goal. You know, a lot of points one week, and then you know he drops off a little bit. You look at his season overall. We'll go month by month. January six games. He had eight points. Started off the season very very well. Six points in ten games in February. Nine points in sixteen in March. Nine points in fifteen in April. Then four points in six in May. Month of January started off really, really strong. It was like, okay, John Klingberg's back. He's healthy. This is the John Klingberg we knew was there and we knew was coming. And that was the question with him, right? Is is was he ever going to quite get over that hump in his career? You know, he's obviously we, we saw him develop into a very, very good player, elite offensive defenseman at times. Um, but there always felt like there was a little bit more, and it looked this year like maybe we were going to see that, that we were going to start the season, and we were going to see that little bit more. Uh, that being said, you know, after the after the 8.6 game start to the year, two goals, six assists, he dropped off a little bit. He was a minus four in February, and uh, just had six points in 10 games, minus seven in March, and, and that was that stretch, minus 11 over that stretch where the stars were really, really bad. Uh, nine points in 16 games, then he had nine points in 15, was better in April, much better in April, uh, even uh, even plus minus, which is more than uh, acceptable, especially with the amount of time that he spends on the ice in a game. And then May, which was, it's hard to judge May because it was such a, you know, the Stars were playing for a lot and then they were playing for nothing. Uh, it flipped on a switch, and so he's a minus six, but in six games, minus six usually tells me that there was one really, really bad game in there for his team, uh, and there was, and, uh, you know, four points, four assists in, uh, in six games. You know, you look at the point breakdown, and it's clear. He started off the season really, really strong in January, looked like he was going to maybe, maybe he had turned that corner and, and was going to be the, the defenseman I think we all hoped he would be. Go to May and not, you know, he, or pardon me, April, similar, not quite the, you know, not a point per game numbers, uh, point per game numbers wise, but nine goals, or nine points, one goal, eight assists. He was an even plus minus. We saw him get better defensively. The whole team played better. Um, but that, that February and March is still concerning. And I'm not, you know, when I look at him, I'm not overly, overly concerned with the plus minus. I'd like for it to be better. Plus minus is, you know, gives you a kind of a, a vague indication. Um, but you also have to, you know, you have to kind of judge it at how much time does this guy spend on the ice? When does he spend his time on the ice? Uh, you know, John Klingberg's out there a lot when they're chasing a goal, right? Uh, which means they're more vulnerable. They're playing from behind. They've got to go score a goal. They're going to leave the back end open. They tend to give up those goal, the goals in those situations, right? So plus minus just gives you a vague indication uh, so I'm not overly, overly concerned with that. I'd like to be a little bit lower. You know, minus 15 in, in 53 games is, is pretty high, especially when you consider uh, a lot of the time he's, he's skating with the Stars, probably their best defensive defenseman in, in Essa Lindell. Um, that being said, I'm more concerned. I, I would be less concerned with the plus minus if the point production was more more consistent, and I I think that's because I think we know what he brings. I think he's he's a game changer offensively when he's when he's on when he's clicking. He's a problem for for other teams. You you can't account for him. Uh, he's got great puck skills. Uh, he sees the game really really well, especially in the offensive zone. He's he's patient at that blue line, and we know when he when he puts puck on pucks on net. Good things tend to happen for the Dallas Stars. Now, you know, some of that was circumstance. The Stars as a team weren't generating a whole lot offensively. Um, and, and, you know, he was required, you know, 
when you're when you're getting beat up game in game out, you tend to retreat a little bit and play a little bit closer to your own net. Uh, you know that was a little bit of a factor for sure, but. I would like to see that point production go up a little bit, um, and uh, you know I, I think it, I think it can. I think if it does, I think we are more comfortable about how we evaluate John Klingberg uh, as a defenseman and what he brings to this Dallas Stars team. Let's step aside real quick. When we come back, we'll keep talking about John Klingberg's 2021 season. We'll dive into his offseason, big offseason ahead for Klingberg, and we'll look at his outlook for the Dallas Stars next year. Do that right around the corner here on the Locked On Stars podcast. Before we do rockauto.com is the place to go if you need auto parts there's so many vehicle makes and models out there and with all those vehicle makes and models it's impossible to stock all the parts that you need in a traditional chain storefront why well, spend up to twice as much for the same parts you can go to rockauto.com the prices are the same whether you're a pro or you're do-it-yourself or they've got an, a crazy catalog it's unique it's easy to navigate they've got anything you could be looking for they've got everything from brake parts tail lamps motor oil even new carpet you can get all of that at rockauto.com. Go visit them today, rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck while you're there, right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Back here at the Locked On Stars podcast, uh, talking about John Klingberg and, and kind of his year and, and what we've seen from him this season and uh, uh, where things, I think, uh, uh, I think things went wrong for him. I think he started the year really, really strong. And, and you know, I mentioned that in the first blog, and, and that's what I think gives you hope looking to 2022 is there's clearly, he's only 28, he's right, he's just hitting the, his prime uh, as a defenseman in the NHL. There's clearly clearly an elite offensive defenseman in there. There are not many players in the NHL that, that, that can play that blue line, be as patient as, as be able to see things in the way that he does be able to uh, uh, to uh, to control the game, to be a game changer. There's not a whole lot of them in the NHL. There's an elite offensive uh, player in there, you know, for, in a, from a defenseman standpoint. But it's it's inconsistent, and, and you know, you look at you look at the defensive side of things, and it's not it's not an elite, and, and we know that, and, and that's never been his his forte uh, per se. I mean, it's he's never been uh, an, an, a defensive player, an elite defensive uh, defenseman. It's just, it's not been his thing. And, and that was the case uh, this year. I, I think you, I think you look at it and then the stars defensively as a team were, were not great. Um, but I, I think that, you know, I think he struggled at different times and um, you know, you, you look at his defensive numbers, they weren't bad. I, I don't think they were bad at all this year, but I think, I think his bread and his butter and 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 uh, where he makes his mark on this team is what he's able to do uh, when when the stars are in possession of the puck when the stars are the ones that are trying to create and uh, and, and set the tempo and uh, uh, kind of thrive and, and and score goals. I mean, at the end of the day, score score goals, win hockey games. I think he's at his best in that situation. I don't think that's really um, I don't think that's really a, a big surprise. Um, Per se, either I, you know, I think I think that uh, would make sense to a, a whole lot of people. So um, that being said, with that, I think he, I think we need to see more consistency from him. I think any like defensive woes or, or mistakes, I think, would be very much very quickly forgiven if he's producing more 
regularly, and I don't think he needs to be a point-per-game player, and I don't want to dive too much into next season, um, but we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit. I don't want to think he needs to be a point-per-game player or anything like that. Uh, you know, th- those defensemen who do that are, are far, very, very far, and very, very few between, but I think he does need to to be more consistent in, in how he creates, and what I mean by that is I, I think I don't think there should be stretches where John Klingberg, there shouldn't be, you know, two week-long stretches where John Klingberg is hardly producing points, not scoring goals, not creating assists. I think that, I think that takes away a dimension of what the Stars do offensively when he's on the ice. I think when he's on the ice, you you expect him uh, to be a catalyst and a creator for you. And this is a Stars team that doesn't have a lot of those on this team. If we're if we're just straight, at least not a lot of elite ones, right? Rope Hens is is really really good. Uh, Joe Pavelski was. Much much better uh, this year than than he was last year with the stars. You know, Tyler Sagan comes back from injury. He could you, you know he could potentially be up there. Um, but I, I really think that the stars are a team that lacks those um, in a way. And so I want to see him be more uh, of of that consistent threat because when he's there. When the stars are in possession of the puck and, and he's got the puck on a stick, he's he's a problem. I said this earlier, and, and I you know I, for, it bears repeating. He's he changes the game uh, teams are concerned when he's got the puck on his stick at their blue at the blue line right that's a problem and, and with the stars who uh, have shown their ability to score some gritty goals you've got some guys like Pavelski like Ben like uh, those guys who can clean up in front of the net you need to see John Klingberg taking those chances taking those risks getting pucks on net and the stars I mean if, if John Klingberg just ups his point production you know, slightly, and and maybe like makes it a little bit more consistent. Not quite the you know the 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 few game explosion, but just throughout the season, he's a little bit more consistent. I think you're looking at the I think you're looking at a significant uh, boost in, in how the stars play and and what the stars can do uh, moving into next season. I, I really think he's that kind of ability. And uh, you know, it's, this kind of leads into uh, our our final topic with with Klingberg before we. Uh, well, I guess we'll hand out our grade when we come back, and, and then we'll go into our final topic. But it's a big off season. The stars need to feel like uh, the, the stars have to make a decision on him. Really, is what it comes down to. They have to decide what is John Klingberg. Is he is he an elite defenseman? Is he a good defenseman? Is he a great defenseman? And how much do we think that is worth? How much can we pay him? Uh, do we want to pay him based on that uh, uh, that kind of evaluation, that kind of grade? Because I think uh, they, they've got a decision to make when it comes to John Klingberg and his contract for next season. We'll get to that right around the corner, including giving him his season grade here at the Lockdown Stars Podcast. Before we do, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing. You can track the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest info. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. We're headed into our final block about John Klingberg. Before we get to the off-season side of things for him, we're going to go ahead and do our final grade for Klingberg for the 2021 season. 
you know, I've, I've debated going back and forth. And, and I, it's one of those things that uh, the two grades I'm deciding, I, I've kind of decided between are, are one sounds too harsh and one sounds a little generous. And, and I think that's going to be the circumstance with a lot of Stars players because this year was such a letdown. Uh, it's going to sound generous to give them anything that's that's a good grade. Uh, but at the same time, it feels harsh to, to come in and, and basically say, you know they were average, or, or they were they're below average. A lot of, for a lot of these players, um, but I think I'm going to settle. I think I'm, maybe I'm being generous. You know, this is the first grade of the end of the season, uh, but I think I'm going to give Klingberg a B minus. I'll tell you why. Uh, despite some of the inconsistencies, I think he is a difference maker. I think he was a difference maker uh, at a lot of points for this Dallas Stars team. You look at what he did, even with the the, the bad plus minus and kind of the streaky scoring, uh, that, that February-April stretch was bad for everybody. And so it's hard to really punish him because he didn't necessarily have the goal production um, or the point production because nobody did. It was a bad month for absolutely everybody. Uh, the team played so poorly that you know his numbers and everybody's numbers are going to be dragged down. And yes, he's, he's culpable for that as a member of the team. But when you're looking at him as an individual, I, I tend to look at him as a positive um, more so than a negative. So I go the B- route. I think there's room for improvement. I think that's slightly above average. Not necessarily to the league. Obviously, he's, he's well above average compared to league uh, numbers. But slightly above average um, compared to what we saw from him, especially last, you know, 2019-20. I think his numbers were slightly improved. The plus-minus was a little bit worse, but the, the point production was a little bit better for him uh, compared to last year. You know, that being said, I, I think there's more to be done. And, and so I'm kind of, when I give these grades and, and some of the grades, it's kind of relative to expectations, relative to what they should be or can be. Uh, and what they were the year before, and so that's why I kind of go with the B minus. I I don't think he's I don't think he's better than that because I think I think expectations were a little bit higher. I think uh, I, I think his ceiling, I think what he can be, is much higher. Um, that being said, he was a I think he was a net positive when he was on the ice for this team. And so if you're going C's bang average uh, and kind of the you know middle of the road, not not really a plus, not really a minus. Uh, I think that he was. I think he was a plus for this team. It was a small one, not as big as I think it can be and should be, but I think he was a positive for this team when he was on the ice. Uh, that being said, this is this 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 year was not. Um, it, it was an interesting one. I, I think the way it started, you, you looked at that first month and you were going, okay, and, and really the first couple few weeks. I think we were sitting there going, okay, uh, how do, how quickly can we get him an extension? Because John Klingberg's contract does end at the end of next season. He signed through 21-22 at $4.25 million. That would end his contract. He's going to be 28, or he's 28, pardon me. Um, so that, I believe that would put him right around 30 um, uh, at the end of that next, at the end of this deal. Uh, and so the stars have a question to be, you know, how, how what are they going to do? With John Klingberg, uh, and and so you looked at the beginning of the year, and I think that it was like, okay, sign him, long term, boom, uh, answer done. Look how good he is. He dropped off a little bit. He was still kind of a popular name. The stars really weren't, you know, floated that much at the deadline, anyways. Um, and, and obviously, we they saw that they ended up not even making a move. But uh, he was a name that was floated out, and, and especially other fans asked about him, uh, asked me about him on locker room and stuff like that. Because uh, obviously he's a good name. He's a he is a top pairing defenseman for pretty much any team in the NHL. Uh, he's a point producing defenseman, um, and so I, I think there was uh, I think there was some some desire from some other teams to get him there. Because if, if you don't have the offensive production from your defense, or maybe you've got the defensive side locked down, and you can just let John Klingberg be John Klingberg. I think he's a really really attractive option. 
Uh, that being said, the Stars didn't make a move. I said I didn't think they would. Uh, and I said I, th- I thought that was a question for the offseason. At the time, the, the Stars were very much still in, uh, still in contention. Uh, they were on the outside looking in, but, but the playoffs were still definitely on the table. Uh, I didn't see the Stars going full sell mode. And even if they had been off the table, uh, I thought that the Stars were a team that would probably uh, decide to try to give it one more real legitimate run um, next year. And so getting rid of, uh, getting rid of uh, John Klingberg hinders that. Uh, that being said, they, they, I knew they would have a decision. They do have a decision to make when it comes to Klingberg this offseason. Uh, with only a year left on his deal, with the Stars' window largely kind of closing, this current iteration at least closing here uh, at the end of next year, there is a question, especially if if they're uh, if they're not sure of their contender status or, or they're not sure how deep a run they can make uh, or, or, or if they're struggling next year, to not let him walk away for nothing. He's a valuable, valuable asset. Uh, he will be a, a player that teams want if he hits the open market. I think he would get quite a bit of money, even with uh, some of the inconsistencies. Um, so if you're the stars, you kind of have to make the decision. How do you approach this? Do you risk going into next year knowing that he's on an expiring contract, knowing that if things don't go right and you don't move him, he, you, you probably, probably will lose him for nothing uh, in the offseason when, when he hits free agency. He would be a, he would be one of the best defensemen in free agency that year. I haven't looked at the free agency list, but that's just a safe bet. Uh, he would be a player that teams would love to get. And I'm, I'm afraid that the Stars would be priced out of bringing him back if he hit the open market. So do you risk that? Or do you go into this offseason, do you risk that going into next year? Do you move him this offseason in anticipation of that, which I think is by far the least likely? Or do you try to sign him to an extension? And this extension was brought up at the exit interviews. He talked to, John Klingberg talked about it, said that he's been a Dallas Star for his entire career, would love to be a Dallas Star moving forward. Um, but that it's got to be right for the franchise, it's got to be right for him and his family, and that they'll see where things go. Jim Nill and the organization said that they're uh, planning to, uh, to to talk to Klingberg about an extension this offseason. Um, so, you know, and his future's kind of tied with Miro Haskinen, who we'll talk about soon. Um, because the stars also got to get a deal done with Haskinen, but I think I think the stars are going to put, be really really aggressive in trying to get him inked down, uh, uh, tied down. Pardon me to a, uh, a, a another longer term deal. Now, how long I don't know, because um, if you're a Klingberg, you also got to look at it and go, if you if you think your ceiling's higher personally, and I think he think he thinks he does, thinks it is because I, I think it is, uh, then then. Do you bet on yourself a little bit? Try to get to free agency. See what you can make. He's only making four point two five. He, he's he's worth a lot more than that. He's probably worth six and a half. I would think seven, maybe. Maybe I'm overshooting a little bit. I, I don't know. It's hard to kind of gauge his market because you got the ceiling versus what the production's been the past couple of years, and there's some inconsistency there. Um, but he, you know, all that aside, if the stars come in and, and offer him less than that on a short term deal. Do you take the extension, maybe maybe a two two year extension pass next year, uh, on less money? You know, you play to your 31, 32 with the stars, then hit the open market. Um, do you hit the open market? I mean, if you, if you wait, you can be hitting the open market. I, I think he'd be twenty nine uh, when he would hit the open market, almost thirty. You know, you can hit the market there, and and you're worth a lot more on a long term deal at that point. It's going to be interesting how he views it because I think the stars, I think the stars are going to try to come in and, and and get him on a cheaper price because the production has not quite been up to what they would desire and what what it could be. Um, but I think if you're Klingberg, I think you got to look at it and go, if I produce, especially if he has a great 2021, 22, I'm 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 worth probably more than I'm going to get offered here. 
And if I, you know, the longer the deal that I sign with Dallas, the longer I get to go into my 30s before I get to hit free agency or, or, or renegotiate or anything like that. And I think he's right at that point, right at that cusp of this is the chance. If you're going to try to go get a mega deal, a, a great season next season, and then an off season at 29 going on 30, that's the chance to go get your big, big money. If you sign a two or three year extension, now you're in your early 30s. Even if you have really, really good years, the the teams are less likely. You know, teams don't want to advance and invest in a 33 year old defenseman in the same way they want to invest in a 29 year old defenseman. So it's it's a tough situation. I think the Stars are going to be aggressive in trying to get him tied down. I think they re- recognize that, especially if they can get him at a uh, a conservative price point, um, that uh, that he is a he's a, he's a great player for this team. Uh, he's an important player for this team, and uh, he would be a massive, massive difference maker um, moving forward. And if the Stars want to stay in contend mode, he's what the, you know. He's the type of player you need, uh, and he's, it's a lot cheaper to keep your guy than to turf, go find another guy, right? Uh, that being said. Uh, you know, I, I see both sides to it. So it'll be interesting to see how it works out. And like I said, it's kind of tied to some other deals that the Stars are going to have to do this offseason. So that's good all for this episode. We'll be back tomorrow with another player review. Haven't, uh, I won't divulge who yet, but uh, we'll be back with another player review tomorrow. We'll be back. We will have a Saturday episode this week. I, you know, I told you all yesterday I'm in the process of uh, really a lot of things getting a new job, moving, uh, getting married here in a few weeks. And so uh, uh, we'll, uh, a lot of transition. So missed an episode, so we'll make that up and we'll have a Saturday episode this week. Uh, and then next week, we're back into a normal Monday through Friday with a mailbag scheduled for next Friday. So make sure to send your questions my way. You can do that at Locked on Stars or at Kenneth underscore Nash 19 on Twitter. Uh, make sure to follow those accounts as well and make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast so we show up in your feed every single day. That's good at all for this one, though. Thank you for tuning in. Thank Thank you for joining us. Enjoy your Thursday and your weekend. I'll be back tomorrow, but until then, stay safe. Talk to you soon.